0: Peter Quill's dad is a god and a planet and killed Peter's mom. This is Spoilers. This
1: is spoiler.
2: Hey-o. Woo. <laughs> hey
0: everybody, welcome to Spoilers. Uh, this week, we all saw uh, one of the movies that was out in theaters, uh, one of our minor episodes, and tonight we're doing Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Um, so let's have everybody go around and introduce themselves. Uh, this is Jordan recording from North Carolina, um, and I'm interested to see what you guys are thinking about this movie.
2: Uh, this is Mary Poppins recording from Denver, Colorado. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I. I heard a lot of mixed reviews going into it because obviously it like came out in europe first uh a lot of people were saying it wasn't as good as the first one which i'll agree with but i still had a really fun time
1: pat you up next sure um this is patrick i'm new on the spoiler show i'm out here in los angeles and uh yeah i agree with pappy i heard some some mixed reviews going into it so i kind of lost some hype going into it because i'm a huge marvel guy but uh yeah, I walked out having a great time. Thought it was a great movie, fun time. Not as good as the first, but it's definitely
0: uh, a fun ride. Cool. Uh, so that's kind of our crew for tonight. Uh, welcome newcomer Pat. Uh, so I'm gonna kind of just lead off with where my mind is at right now. And I was really let down by this movie. I did, I was purposefully kind of avoiding the early reviews and all that stuff. Like what what were the, what were people saying about it? And do you think? Maybe the lessened hype was good for you kinda of going into the movie with how it turned out?
2: Um I was just hearing that uh the plot wasn't as concrete. I heard a lot of complaints about the the yellowface people. What were they called? Does anyone know?
1: <laughs> the 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 sovereign? Yeah, the, or sovereign. the yeah, the gold people.
2: Yeah, exactly. The sovereign. But yeah, a lot of people mm-hmm. were saying that, that plot was kind of convoluted. Uh I don't know, Pat, did you hear
1: anything else? Going back to a couple years ago, I was hugely hyped up for Jurassic World 2, or Jurassic World, sorry, because I'm a huge Jurassic Park fan, and I watched like every trailer, like I watched reviews for it, I watched all the clips, and I went into that movie, I enjoyed it, but I was just like, I saw way too much of it, and knew way too much of it before I even saw it, so... Ever since then I've gotcha. been staying away from reviews before they come out. So like I didn't hear specifics. I just knew it was kind of a mixed review. So I didn't go into it really knowing what they were saying, but I just knew it wasn't getting as as much praise as the first one did.
2: The trailer uh where it's Rocket and Groot with the bomb cuz I thought that was like yeah. one of the funniest parts, but like minute and a half, 2 minute scene and it's like, "Dude, I saw this already." That was kind of a luxury. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it was. And that was like
1: one of the crucial parts of the movie, which it, it was cool that, like, the beginning or the trailer, they show that big fight with the monster. And I was worried that that was going to be, like, a
0: big part of the movie. But luckily, that was, like, the very first scene. I think that's cool if they can kind of just. And I had seen most of the trailers, but I wasn't watching every, like, single media clip and everything that came out with it. Um, and. So yeah, I, I felt like there was some stuff that still surprised me. But the, the scene that you are talking about, Cappy, with the bomb and everything was long. And I was like, oh, I thought they'd add something new here. So yeah, I'll start off with the uh, kind of the synopsis from Rotten Tomatoes tonight. Um, the Guardians must fight to keep their newfound family together as they unravel the mystery of Peter Quill's true true parentage. Old foes become new allies and fan-favorite characters from the classic cosmos. will come to our heroes' aid, blah, 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 Marvel stuff. Um... <laughs> So, kind of where we start off is the the main crew is all together. uh, Drax, Rocket, uh, Gamora, Peter, and Baby Groot. And they're guarding uh, some batteries from the Sovereign people. And they end up... uh, Well, Rocket ends up stealing some of those. And which kind of puts them on the... Like, they're kind of in a chase is kind of where we start out the movie. Um, And I guess the first... The first uh, act, I suppose, would end kind of when they meet Peter's dad, who reveals that he is a god, um, played
2: by Kurt Russell, and this is our fourth Kurt Kurt Russell Russell. of Tombstone, of Tombstone. (laughs) The most movies we spoiled of any actor is Kurt Russell, (laughs) (laughs) and you got both. You got two
1: different Kurt Russells in this movie. You got present day Kurt Russell, and you got young kurt russell which was incredible
2: i thought that looked better than rogue one i thought that was like some of the best aging down that i've seen i I
1: definitely agree i
2: usually don't like that
1: yeah the rogue one it was it was good and like but there were definitely scenes you could tell and but this one was like holy crap like that's that's kurt russell especially because like i've heard a couple people talk about how it was lit really well like it was super bright and like rogue one and some of these other things are like a little darker so it's a little easier to hide some of the things and they still couldn't do it as well. That's a good point.
0: I mean I, I feel like we've talked to Bor about before about how uh like the special effects, like if you if you don't notice them, they're kind of doing their job. And this is one of those where mm-hmm. I didn't even so until you mentioned it, Pappy. It was so kind of seamless and didn't take me out of the movie like the like some of the scenes in Rogue One did. Give me your thoughts on this first act. Uh so they're kind of on the chase from the sovereign people, which are like the yellow faced people that Pappy was talking about. Um and then they end up getting found by Peter's dad. Um, what did you guys think about kind of this first first big part?
2: I liked how they got to the fact that uh, Star Lord's dad is Kurt Russell pretty much right away, and then let the movie sort of develop around that. Because, I mean, that was like pretty much out there and known, and it could have been something that could have dragged out more. But they pretty much got to that right away, which I was happy with. And then, um, are you counting the part where they get to the planet? Are we there yet? that he is a player yeah yeah
0: i think that's kind of part of all of this where he's kind of revealing what he is
2: yeah i thought that was pretty good and i and uh i thought even like the opening montage like we mentioned uh with that music what was the the song that they were singing from this oh Uh, i can't remember the the opening credits well no 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 the song that the the girl were singing in the car i can't remember uh brandy or fine girl is that it
0: yep yeah
2: yeah, I thought the music was good, so I thought overall it started pretty good. The tone of this one, though, is a lot more like joke, 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 joke. I feel like there are a lot of more fast-paced yeah. jokes, whereas like the other Guardian starts with like the mom dying, so it starts off way more seriously. Yeah, I
1: think that was one uh, issue with the movie. Actually, like I love this movie, but I think it took a couple steps back. With I think a lot of the jokes were funny, but the thing is like they just kept throwing jokes in our face a little bit. Where, where there was more serious scenes and it's like hey we're gonna throw a joke in here too just like all right well that was kind of unnecessary, but
2: yeah I think that the main one for that was like the Pac Man <laughs> thing at the end that, that
1: was like, weird it, it like <laughs> it was, was so I weird. laughed but yeah it didn't really it was kind of like dude you're about you're fighting your father to the death like Dragon Ball Z style you really think you're gonna like <laughs> yeah. choose choose a Pac Man form at that moment. <laughs>
2: I will say this, though. At least that was something that they had teased earlier in the movie. Like, he said something about making a giant Pac-Man out of what matter, however the gods. The only thing shit, that, like, I don't really understand.
1: would maybe before foreshadowing to that was when he was starting to tell him about, like, all the stuff he could make. And I remember it got a big laugh out of the theater when Peter was like, oh, I'm going to make some weird shit. <laughs> like, yeah, everybody, yeah. Exactly. everybody loved that line. Because that's how, exactly what I would think.
2: <laughs> Jordan, what did you think about Baby Groot?
0: I so the Baby Groot kind of put me off uh, the whole movie. I feel like they kept shoehorning him in about how like cute he was and stuff. And like, okay, I get it, he's cute, but but he was look, adorable, he's adorable. Yeah. Yeah. dude. He <laughs> is adorable. But I don't know. Did did you think it felt like shoehorned in? I felt like there were a few things like that, like the like even some of the ways they introduced like the songs on the mixtape. It wasn't as integrated and i felt like it it didn't kind of compare to the first movie where it's like hmm but f- to
1: go along with that the opening credit scene i think was amazing possibly yeah, yeah, my favorite opening credit scene ever it was great <laughs> when you have like
2: the baby groot dancing in yeah. the battle yeah. on the back yeah, end. yeah almost I, getting, like, didn't I didn't know what to watch i didn't know if stuff. i should watch him
1: dancing <laughs> or i was trying to watch what was going on behind the scenes it was great. And I like how they had the little callback to the first movie, where you see Drax get like knocked down, and he lands right next to Baby Groot. And Gray, Baby, sorry, Baby Groot starts stops dancing, and he starts looking at him. Did you guys remember that from the first film? Yeah, I had yeah. forgotten
2: about that. No, but that's a really good call. Yeah, that was pretty
1: funny. It was kind of like totally unnecessary, and like why would why would they do that in the middle of a friggin' fight? But it's funny. It's a good way to start off. Yeah,
2: speaking of Drax, I thought he was the funniest part of the whole movie. I thought Jose Batista's acting like has gotten a lot better. Not that he was bad in the first one, but like he had a little bit more license to show some range again in this one. Which I, I, I would agree. I
0: think he he really brought some uh, kind of some actual levity. Like his jokes, I felt like were always the best. And the fact that he's anytime he's just tearing shit up, he is just cracking himself up so much. He just laughs, laughs, <laughs> the entire time. Uh, sorry Mike. Yeah, that makes,
1: i do wish i do wish we could see him like throw down a little bit more just because he's they call him the destroyer and i feel like we never see him really go off you know
2: dude that's a really good point like he's barely in any fights. yeah he does like movie. one or like, two things and then
1: one. he's just there laughing about everything <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: but then he there also- was that one. Oh, sorry go ahead well, no, he, he thinks that he killed that one monster from the inside, too, and it was definitely... Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: he didn't even do it. But okay. then, like, another another thing, like, from the first movie that I think they did well in this one is they, they kind of grew upon Drax's, like, past with that scene with the chick, um, I think her name was Mantis, the chick who touches people. Oh, yeah. Um, that scene, yeah, yeah. that was pretty, like, a heavy scene where she she touched him when he was talking about his wife and daughter. And immediately she just starts crying and breaking down. And he's just sitting there talking about it, like, like super chill. But you realize how, like, how broken and sad he is inside.
0: It's kind of, like, pretty dark. But I think that was a really well done scene. It was pretty intense, yeah. And I, I think that kind of just goes to show kind of what Pappy was saying where... He, he does kind of show some range even though his character is a pretty stone faced one that I think could easily be like more of a, a gimmick in a lesser movie yeah definitely um so yeah kind of moving the plot along a little bit uh Peter's dad is a god who like made himself into a planet I think <laughs> and he tells Peter that he can control he can bas- basically control matter on this planet and he starts like teaching Peter how to do this godlike stuff since he's half god um and it kind of quickly becomes evident that his the dad's plan, um, which I'm losing his name. Oh, his name's Ego. Um, so Ego is going to combine his powers with Peter's to, like, destroy life and, like, advance it to the next step or something. I felt like that was a little bit convoluted. Like, did you guys have a better explanation of what what his plan is?
2: Well, he has these, like, plant things, right, that he's planning over the universe, which is teasing right. the first one. And so somehow... With the help of another god, they're powerful enough to like activate him or whatever. I don't know. I will say that as far as Marvel villains go, this is one of the better performances by one. They're usually like historically. Popular. I agree,
1: and maybe that might have something to do with that it was Kurt Russell. I think a lot to do with Kurt Russell. He's the fucking right? man. <laughs> I agree, but I'm not. I I to go along with what Jordan was saying. Like I don't really have a big explanation of what his his plan was. I was kind of like, I saw this movie at um, like 11 at night, so I was kind of tired. <laughs> but I, at that point in the movie, I was getting pretty tired, and he was going through his plan, and like, Peter had the starry eyes and everything. Yeah. And then I literally had the same reaction as Peter when he, he just dropped the bomb out of nowhere. Like, yeah, that sucked when I had to put a tumor in her head. I was like, he was kind of lulling me to sleep. And then all of a sudden I was just like, what? Like I did the same exact thing. I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. My theater went crazy too. when that happened. Like, because
0: yeah. <laughs> he said person. it so
1: nonchalant. Like, yeah, whatever. Like I did what I had to do. <laughs> it was like, Whoa, did not expect that.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I guess that's a big kind of spoiler that we said towards the beginning, the beginning where Peter's dad actually did kill the mom by uh, giving her cancer. Um, and I feel like they they were definitely ramping up. I wasn't sure if he was going to be, like, the actual villain in this. Um, but this is kind of the moment when you figure out, and Peter figures out, that he's not not a good guy. Um, and they pretty much throw down right there. What what did you guys think? Did you think that Kurt Russell was going to be the villain going in, or do you think the dad was going to be more of, like, a... Uh, just, like, a reveal, and then the story would move from there? I
2: wish they would have, like, held off a little bit longer. Because, like, as soon as the Mantis girl, like starts to act scared of him like that's pretty early on in the movie that might even be in the first act like she tells uh drax or something that like everything's not as it seems or whatever like basically at that point Mm -hmm. you know he's a bad guy and it could have been like cooler if they would have revealed it more towards the end of the second act like after you've like really started to look up yeah if if she would have had no
1: like precursor motions like that and he would have just said the the whole like line about dropping the tumor and stuff, that would have been even more
0: of a shock, definitely. Yeah, and I I feel like they could have like like you were saying, Pappy, if they would have kind of nurtured that relationship between Kurt Russell and, and the son and also kind of Kurt Russell in the audience and get people to like him a little bit more, it would have been much more of like a a betrayal feeling when it finally does happen. I huh? think
1: I think they tried to do that though, like with the whole um what did you guys think of the, the scene where they started to like play catch with the little energy ball? <laughs> that was pretty funny. That was fun. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> yeah. It was like funny, but it was also yeah, like, oh it. my gosh, he's finally getting to play catch with his dad. Like This is yeah. awesome. So I think they tried, but I mean, yeah, it, it I think the whole Mantis thing, it, I think it was needed because it's still like, it's a Marvel movie and it's like, essentially there's some part of it is for kids and they don't pick up on that type of stuff. So maybe that was part of it, but... Yeah, I agree. I think it would have had more, more of a like a emotional
0: impact if it was just out of complete nowhere. Yeah, I agree. Um, so pretty soon after this, uh, Ego decides since they're like since Peter isn't on his side anymore, that Ego's just going to use his power, and so he kind of traps him with like a beam of his planet light, um, and they're trying to activate these seeds to kind of wipe out some life in the universe. I think is what we're going to say his plan is um and the rest of the crew is trying to uh save peter from from his own dad um so yeah as they're as they're kind of trying to save him there's definitely there's uh like worlds that are getting like par- partially destroyed until they finally uh, kind of unhook peter from uh his trap uh do you guys want to kind of go through this fight uh, cuz honestly i i sort of lost track of things here <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, i don't know i couldn't like Track either what i didn't like like i mentioned earlier was like how they cut away to the bomb thing it's kind of like the same joke as in the first uh part of the movie where there's this big battle going on but we're showing like the side mm-hmm. funny part of it i did how like how
1: in that scene where like in the trailer he's like hey does anybody have any tape and he's like if anybody has tape it's gonna be you but i like how in the movie they actually extended it and he's like he could have just said no like who's gonna have tape in this situation but he actually like you hear him go to each of the freaking <laughs> other teammates, like, "Hey, you have tape? Like, would Scotch tape work? Yeah, definitely." All right, well, why would you say that if you don't have any Scotch tape? Like, that was that was pretty funny, but but yeah, I still agree. He says something like, "Did you ask?
2: Did you ask uh, Aisha or something like that?" And he, and he goes, "Yeah, I did." And He <laughs> lies, and you can tell that he's lying. <laughs> that was that pretty was funny. funny.
1: Can we wait right. one second? I skipped. Yeah. I missed something I wanted to say, touch on. So, you remember when Ego was like explaining how he turned himself into like his human form and yeah. how basically he made kids on every planet he went to? Like, why was he still like a human form? Every time he was going to like bang these crazy looking aliens, like why didn't he make so so like them? <laughs> I was kind of weird. I was like, "Damn, this is weird." Because there were some weird looking things on there. Because <laughs> when you look like Kurt Russell, dude, why would you? Yeah, look you're any you're other way? Right. <laughs> <laughs> that wavy hair and that that perfect jaw, dude. Game over.
2: <laughs> I did. I thought the same thing about the brain at the end, like. If it's like this celestial Why would it have being have yeah, a human brain, <laughs> human brain, yeah, I was like, oh, that's weird. Yeah. What a coincidence.
1: <laughs> anyway, I just yeah, I thought that was weird.
2: But yeah, I thought overall that that third act, the tones all over the place, because then they go from that battle to like, uh, oh, what, what's his name? Yandu. My bad. Yandu yeah. dying. I thought that was actually a pretty emotional moment because you have, like... I did, too, yeah. I was, like, I was feeling it. What was that line? It's like, he may be your father, but he's not your daddy or something? Like, something yeah, like as that. stupid as it sounds coming out of my mouth, it sounded pretty good in the movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I wrote that down. That was one of the things I liked that they did. Like, they took steps forward from the first movie. They actually, like, grew upon his character, which I yeah. think he stole the show, this movie. Um, because, like... The whole first movie, you think he's just an asshole who, who didn't take Peter to see his dad, like when he picked him up, and then he just turned him into a thief and he's trying to use him for his money and all this shit. Mm -hmm. But then you find out he he actually figured out what ego was doing killing kids, yeah, kids, and he's like, "Yo, I don't want this to happen to you." So then it's like, "Oh wow!" Like he's actually he may have been an asshole and stuff but he was doing it for the right reasons
2: speaking of Yandu though i don't think we mentioned this sylvester stallone's in this movie
1: <laughs> right <laughs> i actually heard about that going into it and then like when he popped up on screen i totally forgot and then i remember i was like oh my god yeah that was like an awesome so like reveal god. i had no idea it was coming i was like oh what
2: <laughs> rocky
1: <laughs> but yeah i, I kind of wish he would have been in it more but i think i think they're gonna use him later just because I I heard uh, um I think volume four if they make it to that point is supposed to have like a whole new like team. Really? There's like a was like a,
2: so. like, a mid credit scene with like him and like a bunch of other like guardian type mm-hmm. people and one of them was played by Miley Cyrus I saw I read. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, she was. Wow. <laughs> so,
2: that's look forward to. It. Yeah,
1: it's pro- they're probably gonna be part of it. What did you guys, did you stay for the, all the, there was like four mid-credit scenes or post-mid? Yeah, so I I feel,
0: yeah, and so like I think the, should we go through them one by one? Because I think they probably have different meanings and I don't know enough about Marvel and I think, Pat, you'll probably be able to explain some of this stuff that happened. Sure. But, so the the first one, help me remember. Um,
2: That was the Arrow through Drax.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was
1: funny. I, by the way, I like that guy. And did you know? I think that's um, uh, James Gunn's brother, I believe. Is it? Yeah. He was. I was glad to see him get a little bit bigger of a role cause especially that when they started doing the funeral thing for Yondu, and like mm-hmm. you could see, he was like loyal to him the whole time, and he was like super hyped up when the, when the Ravengers or whatever all showed up. That was a pretty cool moment for him. He's
2: also the uh, CGI stand-in for rocket. So there's like a bunch of funny pictures on the internet of like Jose Patista petting his head and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> pretty funny. <laughs> it's awesome.
1: There was one with with the gold people with the sovereign. And that was yeah. one that I I I didn't know who they were talking about. Like
2: hatching some new oh.
0: guy.
1: Yeah, she called him yeah. like Adam.
0: Like that, and I saw like yeah. Because when
1: she said that, I, I I'm probably gonna get some heat for this for DC fans. I, I immediately thought of Black Adam, was like the character the Rock's gonna play <laughs> in the DC universe, and I was like, oh, and I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, can't do that. <laughs> so yeah, I looked into it a little bit, but I have no clue what that's all. I about. think
2: it's supposed to be some guy called I don't know anything about him, Adam Warlock, and the only other thing that I saw is that it's rumored that Jamie Lannister from Game of Thrones is going to play him but that's all I know I don't know anything about his arc or who he is or if he's even a good or bad guy so
1: we'll we'll figure it out eventually (laughs) was the third
2: one Teenage Moody Groot
1: that was pretty (laughs) funny playing this video game (laughs) I wonder I want to know if if that that's going to be it for Teenage Groot or if he's going to stay like that for the next like film that they're in Infinity Wars maybe
0: Right, I feel like they wouldn't be able to like carry him through another, another movie though. Like he mm-hmm. he has to have some powers in the like in the next one. Right? I want to see Happy yeah. Groot
1: like old
2: and curmudgeon <laughs> and like, bent over. <laughs> I'm looking forward for Grey that. Be- Guardians Volume Twenty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Greybeard Groot.
1: <laughs> What'd you think of the um, the scene where he gives him the zoom?
2: <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> this is what all the Earth people are they, listening to. <laughs> they
1: easily they easily could have made that an iPod. <laughs> And it, it wouldn't have been nearly as funny. The
2: fact that it was a Zuni, I was ten times funnier. This is what all the <laughs> earth people are listening to music too. It can hold 300 songs. 300? <laughs> and
1: then uh, I did read something that, that it's, they're going to have newer music in the next one because of that. Like more like 2000s music and, and stuff like that is going to be filtered in.
0: So that'll interesting. be interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. See, see what they choose from, like how the like the current era.
2: Is that all the post credit scenes? Then did we? Is there any more? I feel like there's another one. Um, there's one. With, yeah. There
1: was there was one with Stan Lee. So that's one thing I wanted to bring up. Um, did you guys catch the the Stanley cameo in the movie? Yeah, he's like
2: talking to the Watchers or whatever they're called.
1: Yeah. So have you heard about that theory? Break it down for us. So, apparently, there's a theory that Stan Lee is, like, actually one of the Watchers. And that his cameos in the movie are him just, like, keeping tabs on everything. So, like, in the movie, when he pops up into the Watchers, or it might be the post credit scene, you hear him basically talking about, like, yeah, this one time I was a postman and I saw... And it's like, <laughs> he's starting to tell a story and you could tell they don't really give a shit. But... So they, I think that was interesting. I don't know if that was like a confirmed thing or if it's just like, "Hey, we're we like to toy with these theories." Jeez. But Jeez, that funny. was that was cool. I what think Marvel Marvel is just killing it with like the fan theories. fan
0: um, yeah. service. What What are the Watchers like? Purpose? Like, I don't know where they fit in in this whole universe. Uh, I don't know
1: too much about it. I just know that they basically
2: watch stuff, dude.
1: They watch. <laughs> And I think they have the like power to break the fourth wall, too, at some point. Because I
0: know they have with Deadpool before, but maybe that was just because it's a Deadpool thing. Right. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I think that kind of brings us to the end. So Yandu ends up saving Peter and kind of fills the role of his dad and saving his life and everything. And yeah, they hold the funeral for him. He kind of gets redeemed. Um, and that kind of leads us out. I suppose of the movie. Uh, can I get your guys' like final thoughts, and we'll go ahead and give yes/no's and wrap this wrap this bad boy up. Sure, yeah. So I'll give it a
2: yes. I mean, I think we said everything off the bat on the show that like it's not as good as the first one, but it's a lot of fun. Um, I would definitely, if you're listening to this podcast and this is still in the theater, see it in the big screen because I think visually it's pretty cool and it sounded awesome, and it really just enhances the experience of a movie like this seeing it on a big screen. So. Yes, for me. Not really a hard yes, but I would. I would still say this is probably in my top half of Marvel movies. Um, pretty good, but I really like this stuff, Patrick.
1: Yeah, um, definitely. It's definitely a yes for me. Um, Guardians Volume One is probably like top. It's definitely top five Marvel for, for me. Maybe top three. So that was hard to top, but yeah, definitely great fun movie did some good things that were better than the first one, did some things that were kind of like, they took things that worked in the first one and kind of like jammed them down our throats a little bit, but it didn't didn't really take away from anything. So yeah, definitely see it in theaters too, like you said. It's a good
0: experience. All right. Uh Mikey has been dropped out of the call. <laughs> um, I'm trying to get Mikey put spoilers. a yes or no.
1: RIP Mikey. <laughs>
0: oh. I'm trying to get a yes no from him offline, but uh in the meantime... <laughs> I, I He's kinda... like, I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> <Yeah>. Peace. <laughs> I, I've been thinking about this movie since I saw it last night. And I was just really, really disappointed. I thought a lot of the stuff was really, like the jokes and the music and the some of the storylines were really on the nose. I also saw somebody on Twitter say that Guardians of the Galaxy is a... A two two and a half hour long big group hug because they all like get back with their families and like are redeemed in the end and that's just kind of how I felt. Um, a lot of the jokes didn't really hit for me and this felt like a very much like a run of the mill Marvel movie um, through most of it for me. So I can
1: agree a, with the, the group hug thing
2: mm-hmm, for sure.
1: Yeah. But I'm I'm like I'm such a huge nerd, and especially with, like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I don't even care. Just like all the cheese, give it to me. I don't <laughs> care. The Marvel cheese, no, give fair. it
0: to me. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I'm just barely on the other side of that. Where I really, really liked the First Guardians, and I had really high hopes for this one. Um, and it just felt like a like a meh Marvel movie. So it's it's a no from me. Um, Mikey hasn't said. So I think we're just going to have to end it. Hopefully, we can add on something for him later, maybe. Um, Pappy, do you want to give us some plugs?
2: Yeah, sure. So uh, if Mikey wants to leave us a phone call, he can call us at 903-776-4507 and leave his review or your review of Guardians. Uh, And everything else you can find at PodcastSpoilers.com. It has links to our SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, anywhere podcasts are found. Uh, You can listen there. Uh, It also has our email address, which is PodcastSpoilers at gmail.com and link to our twitter which is spoilers underscore pot uh patrick how can people find you or get in touch with you what do you have to plug
1: oh shit (laughs) all right i'll be a douche for a second um you can find me at on twitter and instagram at they call me underscore pk and then i also have a youtube channel it's just they call me pk no spaces so yeah check that out and maybe i'll be back to spoil some other shit later
0: definitely i mean we got the the insider industry knowledge we'll get you back before Ragnarok.
1: hollywood
2: (laughs) but then definitely (laughs) for that one
0: (laughs) yep cool all right thanks for joining us pat Um, yeah thanks for having me yeah thanks for listening everybody this is spoilers spoilers boss baby